Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Adam and Steve, not Adam and Eve, the podcast that you just simply need in your life, right? We're back. <laughs> we're back yet again. Um, okay. Yeah. So we're back. How yeah. are you feeling today, Adam? I'm good. I uh, just got back uh, about a week ago from Chicago. I went and visited the fam. Yeah. Uh, you braved the- it. Yeah, I did. It wasn't that scary. Yeah. Yeah. That's good because, you know, it's kind of like the thought of flying and traveling seems like a lot. Yeah. I mean, it was until I got on the plane and then I was like, this isn't that bad. I flew Southwest, though, and I feel like they're the only ones that are um, trying to keep the middle seats open still. I've heard a lot of other airlines are not doing that and whatnot, so I don't really know what's true or what's not, but... I like that. That's going good. on the plane, I was like, I hope that this is, you know, the case and whatever. <laughs> but yeah, it was fine. It was good. Saw some family and kind of grounded myself a little I bit. I wish they would implement that like all the time because I really don't like people sitting next to me. <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, I know. Ever. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then I don't like for people to talk to me. I'm like, I'm trying I know, to read it was, my book. It was like super nice. No one wanted to talk to anybody. You know, because yeah. like sometimes you get those people who just want to like, like have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Like I got this lady who sat next to me one time with her baby and she went to the bathroom. She's like, can you hold my baby? I was like, okay. Like, <laughs> I would have been like, absolutely not. <laughs> like, first of all, I don't really even like kids to begin with. Oh God. No, the kid was cute though. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. I did, you know, and I don't know, it was weird. So yeah. I would have been like holding it far <laughs> right? away. Like, uh... yeah. Anyway, how are you? I'm good. I mean, while you were in Chicago, I was here mm-hmm. holding it down. You left me here with George for like longer than <laughs> I really needed to have in oh, my life. <laughs> you just love him so much. So much. No, it was fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, same, you know, work. Same old shit. Working from home, mm-hmm. you know, roll out of bed into the my office and then roll into the living room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. Just rolling around the apartment. That's <laughs> all we do now. And then I have, I have dinner really early like an old person. I was telling my brother that I was like, I have dinner at like seven. And now mm-hmm. I feel like a really old person and I'm like in bed at like 10 like, <laughs> with the covers up watching TV. I know. It's like 10, 30, 11. I'm like, <laughs> right? oh, geez, it's late. Oh, I know. The other, get some shut eye. The other day, Adam called me and I was like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm doing my facial mask. It was like 830. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like doing my nightly routine. You yeah. Know? Uh, but anyways, yeah, well, that being said, we have a guest with us today. We do. Yeah. Who do we got? We have our friend Jeff Kawakami. I said that right, right? Yes, you said that right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff is our special guest. Like when we introduce our topic, he's got some, you know, some input and yeah. uh, some stories. Yeah. So I've Jeff, been around. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't you introduce, introduce yourself to the people? Tell them a little something about yourself. All right. My name is Jeff Kawakami. I'm a private chef. Uh, I've been in LA for... 16 years now. Is and it 16? I, I know, right? Wow. I used to be a personal trainer at uh, the gym where Steven was teaching that's dance. Where, I know, that's, that's where oh, I, nice. I kind of knew you then. I would wave and say hi. Yeah. That's cute. Yeah. But we yeah. didn't know each other. I was, I was wondering that. like, how you guys knew each other. First from the gym. Mm-hmm. And then the cruises. Yeah, we worked at Atlantis together. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Where, we, so where are you originally from, though? Arizona. Okay. Yeah. What, what, whereabouts? Um, by the Mexican border. Like, like Wade. My dad was in the military. Uh-huh. Uh, and there's a military base called Fort Huachuca. Down in Sierra Vista, and that's where I was born. Oh, cool. And then I lived in Texas for like five years, and then I've been in L.A. for 16. What city were you in in Texas again? Austin. Austin, okay. I love Austin. My cousin lives in Austin. Yeah, Lexi. She was on. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I was in San Antonio, but um, how many cruises have we worked together? It's been like a good amount. Ooh, I've done, God, I don't know. I've been on, I know I've been on 17 total. Oh, you've been on more than me. I think <laughs> well, I've only been like 10 or 11 geez. at this point. Well, I did a bunch as a guest. And then when they asked me to be team, 
I was doing two to three a year. Yeah. So it just real, like just stacked up real uh, quick. I, I always I'm addicted. <laughs> I know. I know. Like, I'm hoping next year we are able to dive back oh God, into these. Cause it's, Hopefully we can. Because I, I need me a good cruise. Well, we're all going to need some something. Yeah. <laughs> we're going to be wilding just, out. Yeah. Well, I mean, the whole thing, like with what's going on right now, mm-hmm. like when you're on the cruise, they have hand sanitizer yeah. everywhere you go. When you walk into the dining room, they have hand sanitizer. Some of the cruise ships, they don't even let you touch the buffet. Yeah. Like they put the food on your plate. So, I mean, if we could just do that in the rest of the world, I like know. maybe we'd all be cleaner. Yeah, no, it's <laughs> you know? so true. And I feel like people are usually pretty good about using those sanitizing mm-hmm. stations on the cruise. Like yeah. I know I, every, every place I go. And, and they also lazy. have like an annoying, like wash your, wash your hands. Your hands yeah, song that I you, know. <laughs> they make you do during the, what's the, mus- the mustard the drill, mustard drill yeah. that you can never get out of your mind. That song is in yep. your head forever. That's, yeah. So. World Caribbean. Yeah. <laughs> wash your hands. Uh-huh. Yeah. We, I miss that, but we've done a good amount together mm-hmm. and it's always fun when do you you remember the first one you guys did it was probably mexico because i've worked the mexico cruise many times Mm -hmm. i've worked it like two or three but also i worked cruises as um i i worked before i was a guest Mm -hmm. so i did right yeah i did so many before i was a guest yeah i remember i worked one of the january cruises that was your first one as a guest yeah that's, and yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. And I, um, my first, that was, was also, my first cruise. That was his really, first yeah, cruise. that was yeah. my, yeah. Cause he was like, I really want to go as a guest. I see all these friends like, and that's fun. where we met. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, January is the only one that I've done as a guest. Okay. Everything else that I've done, I've worked. So, but I've worked with you a couple of times mm-hmm. and we've always had fun. Yeah. It's always like nice to, to like work with, you know, with your friends. Yeah. yeah that's why I told Steven, yeah. I'm like, the, if I ever get to work one, the first one I work, I want to like, yeah. You guys don't be there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a whole team with nobody. I like, I, know. I don't know anybody. I'd be like, uh, well, know. you know what? Yeah. The team, I feel like we always want to hang out together, cause, mm-hmm. especially because we're not supposed to. Because <laughs> <laughs> they call it clumping if there's more than two of us together. Yeah. It's we clumping. Do it, clumping? Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, they're like, like you're clumping. It's like crumping, but yeah. not. But clumping. <laughs> yeah. So it's not cool. Yeah. We, well, we, all, we always end up clumping each other's room, or we find mm-hmm. like an obscure bar on mm-hmm. the ship that mm-hmm. nobody goes to, and we like usually meet up. We're like, okay, I'll meet you at that bar. And mm-hmm. yeah. like, we go in the corner and like have drinks and stuff. But, mm-hmm. you know, cause like at the end of the day, sometimes you just like, well, you, you want to be with people, you know, you have stories. And, yeah. And when you're working too, like you're, you're on all the time. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so like, it's nice to just go and like sit with a friend that you don't have to like, be like, Hey, how's your day going? What have you been doing? Da 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 da. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. You just yeah. Relax. You can just like relax. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like you would be like, yeah, you would you're just, always on. You'd have to be, have put on this face, you know, yeah. all the time and have all these conversations. And mm-hmm. yeah. like, that's the only thing for me, it would be a probably a little hard at first because I'm, I'm a very social person with yeah. people I know, but like mm-hmm. it, when I'm put into a crowd of like a bunch of people I don't know, I, it would force me to be a certain way that maybe I'm not typically comfortable with. Which but once you I do actually, it, you I just, like it. Yeah. yeah I, I, I like the idea of it. Yeah, there's some really hot guys that I normally would not talk to, <laughs> but you know, because I'd be like, yeah, but then I'm like, yeah, I got my name tag yeah. on and I'm right. like, I'm going to talk to all of you yeah. and right. all your hot friends. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's so true. You're yeah. like, you got that badge on, you're like, mm-hmm. I'm good. You got I'm the, like, all the confidence right. in the world. You're yeah. like, how y'all doing? Unless you do whatever you want. You feel like the cruise is for you, you know, you just like, oh yeah, walk into well, a room. Well, when you have like, the name tag on too, everybody wants to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Like they all want to be your friend. Yeah, like, you know, you're like, okay, that's cool. Right. Um, yeah. But anyways, hopefully we'll get back to that yes. <laughs> next someday. Year. I know. Someday. Yeah, next year because 2020 is basically a wash. It is a wash. It's yeah. just you know. Yeah. So if you had any plans or you think you're doing it. 
you're not. Yeah. Nope. I mean, we've <laughs> tried to make not. we've tried to make the best of it for what it is, but yeah. you know, yeah, it's just. I yeah. mean, there's talks of them closing things down here again in LA because of the virus still spreading. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. Um, well, I mean, as it is, you can only go to like what four bars in West Hollywood. I yeah. don't even know. I haven't been to a bar since March. And if you do, I think they have to serve food or something. I don't yeah. know. Oh, yeah. I'm just yeah. like, they and you can't bar. like mingle, right? No. You have to sit down. Yeah. You have to be at a table. They bring you stuff. Like you're not. Um, a lot of restaurants I've been going to now, they have like. I'm an old person, so I don't know what those things are called. Like when you scan the code, <laughs> I don't know what that oh. thing's called. But like the menus are now digital. Yeah. Oh, and right. So like every the QR codes. code yeah. or yes. something. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like. I kind of guessed. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, because we. What are, where was I? And they were like, "Yeah, there was a." I was picking up food, or something. I don't know. Anyway, yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Somewhere I went, and they had that too. I mean, I'm I don't know. Honestly, like if we could just all be clean people and wash our hands mm-hmm. and we don't have to touch stuff that other people touched, I'm okay with that world. Like mm-hmm. if this is our new normal, mm-hmm. I'm kind of okay with that as long as we can all go back out and start doing stuff again. And I'm yeah. like, I'm not really upset about the mask thing. I feel like everybody no, I'm not really either. hates it. Yeah, and, and like not everybody, but there's a lot of people a lot out of people. there that like, even like some of my family back home, like mm-hmm. they yeah. just don't really like wearing the mask. Granted, Chicago's rates are a lot lower than, I mean, yeah. they've actually their curve has gone right. down. So it's it's not, you know, as much of a worry to them, but I'm like still it can go back up. So right. you you know, you should probably, you know, yeah. just wear a fucking mask. Yeah, just wear a fucking mask. <laughs> Is it that hard? I know. It's not that hard. Yeah. yeah. And I'm kind of a germaphobe to begin with, so I don't mind the cleanliness yeah. and wearing a mask is like even like like when I went to base camp, I used to go to base camp, they're closed now, but for good in uh, West Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Anyways, when I used to go there, you would have to share a bike with somebody. So when you're on the floor somebody's on your bike and then when, yeah, you go back and forth for like a mm-hmm. minute on and off. Well, they had a note next to my name that if at all possible that I did not share bikes. Cause I just don't like sweating with somebody, <laughs> especially I don't know you. Yeah, like, yeah, no, I yeah. just, it, it's gross to me, mm-hmm. but I feel like you have to be careful when you're kind of a germaphobe because it can really get to you. Yeah. Like, you can like totally, yeah, it can get out of control. Get a little yeah. OCD. Yeah. Cause I mean, there I, would be times where if I was sharing a bike with somebody and they were sweating a lot, I'd be like, I can't do this anymore. And I wouldn't get back on the bike and I would double floor, or pick up a jump rope or something. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's gross. Like I don't want someone else's bodily fluids. Exactly. Unless it's voluntary. Unless I gave consent, yeah. I don't want your body fluids yeah. on me. <laughs> I totally agree with with you. <laughs> Wholeheartedly agree with you. Like, uh-uh, ma'am. No, uh, ma- no, ma'am. no, thank you. <laughs> oh, well, with that being with that said, we should jump right into our topic. <laughs> should tell the people what the topic is. What are we is. talking about today? We're talking about HIV, um, sex, like our, our views on HIV, mm-hmm. how it's kind of changed mindset, over the years, yeah. our mindset. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, and, and it kind of came about because Jeff and I were talking about this one day, and Jeff has a really cool not life cool. story. I mean, well, it's not cool, but it's really yeah. interesting, you know, and and we were talking, and he started telling me this story, and I was kind of like, what? And um, But but we'll get there, right? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, we'll get there, so. Yeah, I mean, I guess, the, you know, things have just kind of changed over the years, even the past like five years I've been here since when I got here. It's just absolutely changed a lot with prep. Yeah. 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 Before we start jumping into the topic, let's give the the people our game. Yeah. Why? (laughs) Why? 
I'm just telling you this for your own good. <laughs> that makes me laugh every time. I know, I know. <laughs> All right. Well, Adam's going to tackle the game in opposition. Yeah. So this, this week's term is bug chaser, um, which is somebody who's like pursuing sexual activity with an HIV positive person in order to contract the virus. Um, which may seem absurd mm-hmm. to a lot of people, probably most people, but there are people out there that they actively are looking for this. They want to get infected now, but it's probably not as common nowadays as it used to be. No. Um, but yeah, my, uh, yeah, I have a friend who I know actively did that. And this mm-hmm. was years ago. Yeah. I'm talking like 20 years ago, yeah. which was you know, completely different back mm-hmm. then. That's, I've heard that's what we're talking about. It. But in his mind... He didn't want to have to worry about getting HIV, so he just went out and got it, so he didn't have to think about it anymore. Yeah, which is not sound logic. No, you know? not at all. <laughs> not at all. But, I feel um, like it's just the anxiety and the fear. Mm-hmm. Right. But I mean, like nowadays, even people who got positive twenty years ago are living undetectable. You mm-hmm. know, with like one pill a day. So it's mm-hmm. kind of it's kind of amazing where we are now. Yeah. Absolutely. And I so, agree. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. But I think yeah, there's still a bit of a stigma, especially like I was talking to my niece in Missouri. I was going to say that, depending on where you're where at. Where you live, yeah. Depending on where you're at. Because um, I've dated HIV positive guys, you know, and it's mm-hmm. one of those things like, just know your status, you know, take care of yourself. Right. And uh, I, I mentioned that to her, and she made a face, and I was like, well, you know, it's not it's not like it used to be. It's not, you right. know, a death sentence. Am I, am I a bug chaser? Absolutely not. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, I'm on Descovy, mm-hmm. you know, right. taking care of myself. So, but, like. But, yeah, I, 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 I've had conversations with, people in other places mm-hmm. and they don't look at it like we do like cuz like now for me to date somebody who's positive that's taking care of themselves mm-hmm. I'm on Discovery also it's not a big deal to me yeah, at all yeah. um but I remember talking to a friend back home and they were like oh and I was like really you you feel that way yeah. like I don't yeah. you know what I mean I'm like you need to evolve but they're <laughs> also like in a relationship and been in it for many many years and and aren't in the dating sexual scene so maybe they're a little out of touch mm-hmm. I thought but and it also really kind of depends on like the person like it could be you know I feel like a lot of straight people don't understand right you know what still prep think is and, and they still think it's a gay disease yeah too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they do and they th- and they just think you know I, I even talk to like some of my family and friends about HIV and sometimes they just throw in AIDS in there and I'm like right. you know that it's HIV and AIDS are not the thing. same thing no. HIV is the precursor yeah. and so and like it doesn't just if some if I've God forbid, got HIV yeah. doesn't automatically mean I have AIDS. Right. You know, no. like yeah. Yeah. it's like they just don't have the knowledge base because they haven't really had to worry about it as yeah. much. You know, I mean, people are still dying from AIDS. We're not saying yeah, that. yeah, yeah. But definitely, um, but there are things that you know, things that you can take. You can yeah, because unfortunately, treatment now. isn't for everybody. Some right. some people can't take certain treatments, so you right. know they. It's harder for them to be as is, you know. Safe. Well, yeah, and it's it's you know, it's, AIDS isn't what kills you; it's something else. Because like I just mm-hmm. had a friend who died; he's HIV positive, but he got cancer. Mm-hmm. And the specific type of cancer he got was, you know, it's very common amongst HIV positive people. Gotcha. And it just really took him out. And I mean, unfortunately, you know, his body was weakened, but also, you know, there's a lot of drug use in there. Mm-hmm. And there's other factors. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, like you can't. It's not just the disease. It's all about lifestyle and oh, you know, how sure. you take care oh, of yourself. For sure, yeah. Yeah. You know. Well, let's back it up a little bit. Right. So, <laughs> uh, back it up. Well, back it let's up. just back it up a little bit, right? <laughs> you got to look back. I'm twerking it. <laughs> right? yeah. Why are you looking back? Um, well, because, you know, it hit in the 80s, basically, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, like that's when like this, um, this, I guess, disease started hitting um, a lot of people. They didn't know what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, it was kind of like, 
a plague, you know, like, cause people were getting sick out mm-hmm. of the blue. People were dying. There was nothing. They couldn't figure out mm-hmm. what it was. And they build it as a gay person's disease mm-hmm. ba- basically, mm-hmm. which it doesn't just affect gay men. Mm-hmm. You know that no. now, you know? And, um, but I remember being a kid and it, um, it became like a thing, you know what I mean? Totally. Like, I just remember it just became like this big like topic. And I remember even at church, it was like a huge topic they would have um, after church or they'd have on certain nights, they'd have like these meetings in one of mm. the, the fellowship hall. Every black church has a fellowship hall. Mm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> where you either you fellowship, you eat, whatever, mm-hmm. you have meetings. And we'd have these meetings and and everybody, it was just the topic of HIV AIDS. And, mm-hmm. you know, it was supposed to be informative where you could ask questions, you can get information because people really didn't know what it was. But even as a kid, I just remember thinking that some people were ridiculous with the things that they would say. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the prejudice that they already had. And I get people were scared and they didn't really know the unknown, but some of the things people were saying, I was like, even oh, as a well, kid, I was like, mm, I mean, I homophobia so. back in the day was still like high in life. Yeah. Cause I remember as a kid too, um, in the eighties, I remember like, I knew, I knew like I was gay from the, from like when I was five years old, yeah, when like you, I knew mm-hmm. like there was no question, but like, well, that's another topic that you're going to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I knew. Um, but, like, um, I was afraid, one, to be gay because I knew it was different, and then, two, that I was going to die of AIDS because I was gay. Like, that's right. how my child brain worked, you know? Yeah, that's probably how even it was just per- perceived through mm. the news and mm-hmm. through everything, you know, yeah. that was going on. I mean, I don't really remember any of that. Because I was, you were not, a, you, <laughs> you were not born. I was not. Little, no, I was. I was okay. born '87, but okay, yeah, I mean, yeah. well, no, you know, yeah. I didn't really start thinking about HIV until you know, probably ten years ago, fifteen years ago, you know, and I, yeah. So you you missed like yeah, I did. You I, missed being concerned. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't grow up. I didn't grow up um, being of age of age where I had friends that were dying. Mm-hmm. You know because. You know, AIDS basically took out a generation of, of gay men, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah. Um, and it's really sad because mm-hmm. a lot Super of them sad. lost, you know, family support, friends, people died alone, mm-hmm. people were buried in unmarked graves. I mean, it's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't, I was not of age to to witness that, but I do remember just hearing things being frightened. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't having sex at the time, but just being frightened that if I did, you know, you could just have sex without a condom or it could break and you could catch AIDS and die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of what was ingrained or what HIV yeah, but in your yeah, head, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, you just thought you were going to get it. I mean, that's how they treated it. I mean, you know what I mean? They made yeah. you feel like you were just scared. Mm-hmm, totally. You were scared to like do anything. And um, I remember in junior high, we had this woman come to our school and she talked about it. She was HIV positive and she told us her story. And I just remember she didn't understand it at the time. And I remember her saying that when she got her results back, that it said it was positive and she thought positive was a good thing, mm-hmm. you know, and then mm-hmm. the doctor told her, no, this is not a, you know, mm-hmm. this is not good that you're positive and her story, but she had a really touching story, but she was saying that she had sex with her, <clears throat> with her boyfriend at the time, the condom broke and they didn't know what to do. They freaked out. I don't know who, you know, but mm-hmm. anyways, it just, I remember things like that, mm-hmm. you know, 
I don't know, but totally. it's, but Jeff and I started talking about it mm-hmm. because we were talking about how we grew up with the fear of having sex, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I or when I, I guess when I started having sex, I didn't like. I was still using a condom, like, and I and I still will. Like, I'm not against it, you know. It's just, mm-hmm. but I mean, I didn't think not to use a condom because prep wasn't out at the time. You know, it was still something to be concerned about. But the treatment for HIV was still a lot better, so people weren't dying from it, you know, yeah. as as much. Right. And um, so I think when I came out here it was like seven years ago, and that's when like prep really started taking off. Like it was six, seven years ago, maybe. Um, and that's when like, it wasn't super, like not everybody was on it yet. It was, well, it was, it was Truvada at the time. Yeah. Uh, like yeah. if you should take it, what it's going to do, mm-hmm. the effects, the long-term effects. So there was like a big mm-hmm. gay totally. controversy of like, if you should be on this or yeah. not. Well, I yeah. mean, and well, it's still now, I mean, it's still fairly new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm basically in a study and that's why I'm getting it for free. And I go in, they take uh, my blood every, uh, every mm-hmm. three months you know, and just check my vitals and that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I which mean, I find awesome. You know yeah. what I mean? Like we go in every three months as well, Yeah, but, but I'm not, I'm I mean, not in my study. insurance pays for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not, but we do it every three months. And, um, but we, I didn't grow up with, um, I mean, I did grow up with like, you had to use a condom. Mm-hmm. Like, so yeah. for me, even like on Discovy or prep now, um, a lot of guys don't like to use condoms, mm-hmm. right? And so, and we and we all run into that. <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. be honest here. We all run oh, into yeah. that. And and granted, like you know, you take it, you're most likely not going to get HIV, but you could still get other things. Mm, totally, you know. But you do run into guys that are like they will not use condoms. But it's, I hate to say it like this, but I guess it's an option for people now. Whereas when we were growing up, that was just yeah, never yeah. an option. I think most people's mindset now is okay. Well, if I get an STI, you know, I can it's take terrible. a pill. You get a shot, you know, and and, exactly. and that's not the case for all, all of them. No, but that's you're you're not going to die from them. So right. like for the most part, so I feel like people are just like more comfortable it's with like the thought the of not having it, like again, a right? condom. But I mean, I. It's weird because it's it's very common in I think the U.S. and especially states like California that are more like liberal to for everybody to be on like what you know now is before it was Truvada now Discovy I feel like most people have switched to Discovy which yeah. is a form of prep and um, but you go to other countries and other countries still don't yeah. necessarily know what that even is you yeah, know which like is crazy yeah it's harder but, for them to get to but in some countries. I like to think that because people are now aware of their status, like they're getting tested more often. Like, I've done some things on cruises, <laughs> and I have no come back, you, I, and I have come back, and I and like I was just in Australia for um, you know uh, almost a month, and I came back, got tested, totally clean. And I like to think, maybe yeah. I'm naive, yeah. but I like to think because everyone is, you know, most people are taking prep now. Most that means you're going in every three months, getting checked. Yep. You know, you're getting right. tested, yeah. you're knowing your status, and that's like it's being sex positive instead of like shaming people, you yeah. know, for like that sex is bad. Like it's, well, yeah. if you're going to have sex, at least like take care of yourself, right. you know? I mean, I'm still going to shame y'all for being hoes. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. This one, please. <laughs> just please. kidding. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm like, so you know. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's so funny because like I remember when I was um, getting my prep, I remember going to my doctor and I was like, should I do this? Should mm-hmm. I not? And he was like, well, 
your sexual habits. <laughs> <laughs> no, my doctor thought I was an angel at the time. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't gay though, so maybe mm. I didn't tell him everything yeah. that I like. You can tell the gay doctor because mm. they get it. Um, but I mean, I. I I don't know. I don't want to say I wasn't doing much, but I wasn't doing too much, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of you like, doing well, a lot. No, well, <laughs> well, you know, I, I, okay. You no, I wasn't. I'm just no, I to think I, of I know like, what you're dancing around. You um, know, so, but when, I wasn't when you having don't, unprotected when, sex. Mm-hmm. Let's put it that way. I was never ever doing that. Well, mm-hmm. so you don't bottom very often, and right. so there's a, there's you know, when people think they're like, well, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bottom, so I don't need to be on prep. And that was my, my mindset, too. Mm-hmm. You know, I've never been really big on anal sex in my body. <laughs> in, my <laughs> in my body. <laughs> in other people's bodies, it's fine. Yeah, okay. it's totally Not fine. <laughs> I mean, don't get, don't get it twisted. I've done some things. Yeah. You know, like, I've been, I've been, I had my first boyfriend at 15. Oh. You know, like, I came out real young. And so, you know, but uh, even back then, like, going back to, you know, when we were younger, um, we didn't really like have anal sex just cause there was the whole like stigma about yeah. it, you know, and you know, we didn't always have condoms. And so, I mean, I feel like I didn't really start doing that kind of stuff till I was right, in my twenties. I wasn't you know? really doing anything. Yeah, and then, same. you know, and the doctor was like, well, you know, why don't you give it a try? And, and if you, you know, if your body doesn't reject it or, you know, you have like, a, you know, adverse reactions or whatever, then, you know, and so I, I went on it and, you know, for a little bit more peace of mind because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm active. So I just thought, well, you know, why not? I'm on these cruises. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, uh, it's peace of mind. It, it is. is. It is. Yeah. But I will say that, you know, even though you're on it, you should still use a condom, people. I'm just putting this PSA out there. You yeah. still, you know, so you don't get other things. But there are times when you don't because mm-hmm. you're in situations. I'm just being honest. But it's still kind of a mind fuck. You know what I mean? Because of I the still way think we, about it. Yeah, the I still way think we grew up, mm-hmm. you're like, oh shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it, anyways. And, you know, we keep talking about prep. I feel like some people that are listening probably oh, don't even yeah. know what prep is. Should probably tell them what it's, it is. Yeah, it's just a it's pre-exposure prophylaxis treatment. So it's for people that are maybe at higher risk of getting HIV. There's a treatment that they can take. And yeah. it, there was Truvada was originally... Um, by Gilead and as that treatment. And I think that actually is part of an actual HIV treatment if you have HIV. Mm-hmm. Um, but you just take it daily. It's one pill a day. And then yeah. now is Descovy is the, they're switching. It's supposed to be a little bit better for your, your, your bone density and, and your liver and, and your liver and kidneys. Yeah. It's, there's less, um, um, chemicals and stuff that need to that your body needs to process into scoby. So right. and um, you're supposed to and you're you're already negative if you're taking it. Yeah, you have to, to be yeah, negative. you have to be negative, you know, and God forbid you end up positive, then you have to obviously figure out what treatment you're gonna go on for HIV. But. Well and then yeah. I mean but if you take it daily, yeah like you, you're I mean, supposed yeah, you're, to yeah. the percentage yeah. is it's like ninety nine point nine percent. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. very low. Should be okay, yeah. but you know, again, still you can safe. still get other things. Yeah. Unless you don't care about getting other things, then that's on you know whatever. <laughs> you, but don't worry about it. You get that horrible shot or two. Oh, yeah. Oh. Which, yeah. PSA. Get tested. Like <laughs> yeah. just continually just, take care of yourself. Yeah. You know. But like, but like you said, Jeff, that is the that is one of the good things about being on you know Discovery Prep is that you do get tested yeah. every every three months. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like you know it's it's more of a peace of mind to know that like you have. You know, you 
You're healthy. You don't have oh, anything, sure. or if you have something, you're getting I mean, it taken care even, of. Even yeah. with this whole like COVID stuff going on, it's like my my follow ups all got canceled because yeah. they didn't. You know, they, when we were com- complete, basically shut down. Yeah. And so I just recently went, and they were like, "Do you want to do your full like?" STD screening and all that stuff. And I was like, yeah, I do. And he's like, Absolutely. well, some people don't want to because they haven't been as active. And I'm like, I haven't, but I still... But might It's well. been since, what, February yeah. or January, which to me seems like a long time now because, because we, we were going every three months. Yeah, you know? every three months. It's like, I mean, yeah. You, and all it does is take one person that, you know, it, and it doesn't have to be takes, just sex. It could be oral that you're getting shit from. Totally, so, yeah, totally. yeah. It only takes one person. I always tell the story of really quick. Story <laughs> time. Story time. Look, story time. <laughs> really quick. I was talking to a friend and he kind of does this like dance sex party. <laughs> and <laughs> well, you have to dance while you have to have sex while you dance dancing. while you have sex. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's kind of like you, you could dance, but there was like these rooms where people go have sex, or they just walk around naked and stuff. Anyway, somebody convinced me to go one time, and I was like, "Oh, in LA, yeah." And I was like, "Okay, I'll go." So I went one time, whatever. And um, so a friend of mine was like, "What did you think about it?" And I was like, "I don't know. It wasn't exactly what I thought it was going to be, but." Um, but I'm one of those persons that, like, I'm usually very cautious about what I'm doing, mm-hmm. but I always say my toe is on the line, right? Mm-hmm. Like, either it, I'm like, no, 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 but if I go in, I'm, <laughs> I'm in. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I was telling him, I was like, no, I was like, but the thing with me is, like, I have, like, a mind fuck. Like, if I do things in those situations and I come, I come out thinking that I got every disease under the sun mm-hmm. is like what my mind goes mm-hmm. to. He's like, you can't think that way. He was like, you know, he's like one time I was in a hotel room and I was taking loads. This is a lot for some people. <laughs> he's like, I was taking people, loads. Some people are like, what's a load? I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, straight people. I know. I know. It's not laundry. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's not laundry with Tide. Um, no. Uh, no. And he was like, I was, this is, I know this is a story for, you know, it's a much for people, but this is the story he was telling me. I was taking loads. He was like, I don't know what he said. He was on 20, 30. I don't know. It was a lot. And I'm looking at him like, really? And he's like, and my boyfriend came and he did something with like one person. And he was like, you know what? We got our test. I got nothing. And he did with that one person. So he's like, you can't look at it that way. Yeah. I was like, I guess. But you never know. You never know. You never yeah. know. It only takes like that one person it to was, get something. Mm-hmm, yeah. You know, I guess, look, that's the takeaway from the story. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, it's not a, another story, but I ain't putting myself on blast. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't do anything in the story. This was somebody else. Yeah. It was like, mm-hmm. yeah, that, my yeah, friend. Story. I know. Maybe like, I should just phrase I can tell right. the story. But my friend, friend. No, it really wasn't no, me this time. I promise. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, time. talking about stories. So we got on this topic because Jeff mm-hmm. and I were having a conversation one time. And I think you should tell the story because it's really... Um, it was a mind fuck. I think, yeah. I think okay. this deserves another story time uh, uh, chime. Another yeah. story yeah. time chime. Yep. <laughs> Two in one episode. <laughs> what is this? Right? Okay. So story time. The time that I thought I was HIV positive. Yes. Um, and I was very young. I'm... I went, I went to get uh, blood work done. I, I used, okay. I'm like, I didn't take my Adderall today. So like if I'm scattered, I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> but like, um, I was getting lumps under my nipples, which is very common during puberty, but I was like 16. Mm-hmm. So my mom took me to get blood work and they were like, well, do you want to get tested for HIV? And I was like, sure. Why not? And I was in Missouri visiting my family. Why did you say yes though? 
Just because, I mean, I was, well, I had already, been, sex- age I had already been sexually active, Okay, you know, and I, like, I had my first boyfriend when I was 15. So, you know, I was gotcha. already doing stuff. And so, um, it's actually really smart. Like, cause I feel like a lot of younger people don't really think that they would, that they, they, they should get tested even if they're sexually active. Anyway. I mean, they were taking blood. So I was yeah. like, why not? Yeah. And like, so it turns out the lumps under my nipples was because I was smoking too much weed. Oh. And that's like a common side that's effect. Thing? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. have tons of lumps. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I quit smoking weed. It went away. Um, but like years later. Um, but anyways, so I flew back to Arizona where, you know, I was living at the time and I got a call one day and they're like, um, you know, they asked me if, it was, uh, if it was me and if it was okay to talk over the phone, I said yes. And they told me that I was HIV positive. And that like, I, I was like either 16 or 17. Oh, and that was like, yeah, all the air left yeah. my fucking lungs. Like it was just super depressing. Imagine. And I was already doing, I was already dabbling in drugs and I fucking This was dove. in the 90s? This was in the 90s. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Late 90s. And I dove like head first. You know, I was already doing meth and that kind of stuff. And I started going to raves and, and I was doing a lot of drugs and, um, I eventually OD'd, but um, before that happened, um, I know. My friend Kelly, like, one day she kind of pulled me aside, and she's like, I feel like you're trying to kill yourself. And I was like, no, 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 no. But I think, like, mentally, I thought I was HIV positive, and I thought that that was a death sentence, and that was it. And so Mm -hmm. I was like, well, fuck it. I'm just going to do all the drugs I can because I don't care anymore. Like, I don't care about my body. And um, I started, like, when I found out that they told me that I was HIV positive, and then um, I went to the clinic in Sierra Vista, and immediately they were like, well, you need to tell your dad. And I was like, well, that's not going to happen. So y'all just take my blood. And they would put me like once a week, they would have a. Um, Why didn't you want to tell your dad real quick? I just didn't want him to know. I, I, was, I wanted to keep it a secret. I don't know. I but was, your mom I was, knew? No, my mom didn't know either. No one knew. It was just me. I kept no. it a secret. And uh, they, they would like come once a week. not even a friend? You didn't even talk to a friend or anything? I told my one friend, Sarah. Mm-hmm. I told her. And, um, I was going to say, you need like, some type of outlet in that Oh, situation. yeah, I was crying. I was yeah, a mess. Yeah, yeah. And um, they, they would send a shuttle to pick me up and to, uh, to take me to Tucson because I lived in a really podunk town by you know, the Mexican border. Mm-hmm. And they, I'd go up and I'd get blood work done. And I did this for about a month. And then finally they pulled me aside one day and they're like, well, we don't want to get your hopes up, but you've been tested multiple times. And you keep coming up negative. So we think there was a mistake. Which immediately, and also, when I was growing up too, like they told you, like you could get HIV at any time, and it could be dormant. And so, like in my brain, I'm still thinking that I still that I have HIV. Mm-hmm. And so, even though I kept going and getting tested and whatever, and I kept kept coming back negative, um, I was like kind of relieved, but also like still wasn't really yeah, sure. Yeah, because your right. like mind already was fucked with exactly. the idea like, that I'm you a, had. Yeah, I'm fucking HIV. like 17 years old at yeah. this point, and so I'm still going to raves. I'm doing all the drugs, and then I finally right before my 18th birthday, I OD'd and I was in a coma for two days. Jeez. And that's when I, that's when I decided I needed to stop. Yeah. <laughs> and so I quit doing shit, um, quit smoking weed, quit smoking cigarettes, quit, mm-hmm. uh, well, I didn't, eh, eventually I quit smoking cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I just like no more drugs, mm-hmm. no more meth, no more acid, no more ecstasy, no more like so, mushrooms. Yeah. yeah. But they thought it was okay to tell you over the phone at that age that you were positive and not well, have a parental around or the clinic was in Missouri. Um, and yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, it really, it, so how long did you go in, in you might've kind of laid out this timeline, but I just didn't catch it. But like, how long did you go from when you thought you were positive to when you found out for sure you were negative? It was maybe only a couple of months, Okay, but I, I consistently 
was afraid that I was positive. Yeah. Just because in my brain, I was like, oh, oh yeah. it's a dormant. Well, in a couple I, of months, like thinking that, you probably felt like years. <laughs> yeah. You know? And then um, I didn't get tested again until I was in my 20s because mm-hmm. I was just too scared. Mm-hmm. Um, I moved to LA uh, when I was 23 and um, I met a guy. We got together um, when I was 24 and I moved in with him. And then like, I told him the whole story and everything and uh, mm-hmm. he took me to get tested and I was negative, but still like in, in the back mind, of my mind, uh, I was still like, no, it's, it's not, it's, ac- like it's not accurate. It, it took yeah. years for me to finally feel comfortable that I didn't, that I wasn't HIV positive. Yeah. You know, and it's, that's like a weight on your shoulders oh, though, for like, like a heavy yeah. weight that you would have for you. Did they like yeah. start you on treatment or anything or no? No, because okay. they kept, since they kept testing me, yeah. they didn't give me any medication because mm. I kept coming up negative. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then after you know after that happened, I was like, I'm done with you guys. I'm no, I'm not coming to the clinic anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna do do some more drugs. <laughs> 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 like I wasn't in school. I had nothing else going on, so mm-hmm. I just did drugs. I just can't even imagine at that age to be. Told I can't. That. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like you, especially in the nineties. Yeah. Like, the when it was like, oh, a, I the, thought it was a death yeah, sentence, yeah. like one hundred percent. And and also it's one of those things was like confirming my own paranoia that. Because I'm HIV, because I'm gay, I'm gonna get AIDS. Right. Like that's my child brain. And you know? nobody's gonna want not my adult brain working. And nobody, yeah, yeah. It just, oh gosh, I can't even like. Well, and also I was. I would be. I would go right in that clinic. I'd be like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Believe so me. Oh my god. But also, <laughs> what what also confirmed it more? I was. I was sleeping, I was 16, and I was sleeping with a guy who was 32, oh, wow. which I realized is inappropriate as an adult, yeah. but as a child, I was like, I'm grown. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's but, against that the law, You were a minor. I was a minor. No, it was wrong, and he like... Yeah, but when you're younger, you don't think of things yeah, like that. Yeah, but you should know better. I mean... Oh, well, he was a predator for fucking oh, sure. Oh, the guy he, should, yeah, yeah but he, as Jeff... Yeah. He was HIV positive. Oh. Uh, and I found that out when I went to the clinic because I was like, well, they're like, well, who have you been sleeping with? And I was like, well, I've been sleeping with this guy. And they, and they both like looked at each other and I was like, oh, is he positive? And they didn't say anything. Oh, my and God. And so it was like a confirmed silence. And so what was your conversation with the guy after you thought that you were positive from him? Um, I think I just stopped talking to him. I was afraid. I was afraid. I was now afraid. See, like I was, you know, like everything. I would have been on the ID channel after that. <laughs> <laughs> well, they did try. Like the the clinic did try to like file um, file like a claim or something, or you know, like uh, charges. But it never it never went through for some reason. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It's probably too much paperwork for them. Small town. It was. Like, I, I live. It's, it's a podunk small town. I mean, it's like mm-hmm. a tiny ass town. So I'm sure they were just like, well, you know, gay shenanigans. Let's exactly. not. Let's they not look at this. Like, mm-hmm. You know. They just yeah. swept it under the rug. Yeah. But he's dead now, so it's fine. Oh, oh. Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. So morbid. Okay, I was well. not ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but for real, fuck her. No. <laughs> right. like, well, he, well, he was a predator, yeah. so, you know, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I was not ready I mean, for I'm, that. I made my choices, you know, and I no. feel like I learned a lot mm-hmm. from my mistakes. and uh, But also, it gave me... I. I feel like it also gave me more empathy for people who are H- are HIV positive. Yeah, mm-hmm. because I I kind of understand. You know, I don't completely understand, but I kind of understand because just the feeling of like fi- yeah, finding I, that out, feeling yeah. And I just felt like I was unclean, and it was like I deserved it for being gay. It was just a lot of shame, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. And that's why, like, I've I've dated many guys for HIV positive, and I think it's less of a mind fuck to me because. I understand, like it's not yeah. it's not a death sentence, and, and they're you're not, not dirty. Dating, yeah, no, they're not, not dirty people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's I think there's a stigma. Because, yeah, you know, yeah. oh, and that's there's like a huge stigma. Totally I mean, I feel like more people are 
becoming okay with it, like the yeah. thought of you know being with somebody. I'm I'm okay with being with somebody who's yeah. positive, but you know, you know, yeah. undetectable. Back well, in the day, it wasn't taking care a of lot of yeah, stuff. Yeah, if that's they're what on a matters. good treatment, yeah. you know. But back in the day, you know, if somebody asked you if you were okay being with somebody positive in the '90s, you were like, no, um, no, yeah. I don't think so. I don't, you know what and I mean? There's it was still, like, there's still some people that you can't really, you know. I, I was with somebody who was positive, undetectable, and I, there's just some people that you can't really yeah. tell because they wouldn't understand. Yeah. I've dated know? a couple of people. There was, but I will say there was one guy when I first moved here and that was what, early 2000s, early 2000s. It was hard dating. Not that you, by the way, not the way that, like you shouldn't really be telling other people's business. I'm right. just saying, no, like, I know what you mean. In, 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 yeah, you know, I know what in the grand mean. scheme of things. Um, but when I dated mm-hmm. this guy, he had a hard time dealing with his own status because he had gotten it from a boyfriend back in the day. He was in the military, just whatever. It was a whole lot of things for him. But it ultimately kind of didn't work, not because I had an issue, but it was more because he had his own self things. Mm-hmm. And I was just kind of like, listen, if you can't deal with it, then you can't expect somebody else to be, deal yeah. with it with you. So mm-hmm. I was like, you got to figure your stuff out. So um, that kind of was the same thing. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's like, I mean, and, mm-hmm. I, and you know, and I know it's not easy for some people to deal with, mm-hmm. but it's like, but still, if somebody's going to be with you, you kind of have to have a grip on. I mean, and that goes for any mm-hmm. person or whatever, any, any shit anybody has, you know, but, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I've dated some people, you know, and it's not really a big deal for me if you're taking care of yourself, because whether you have it or not, you need to be taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Either way, even if you don't like, we all should be yeah. taking prep if you're being sexually active and mm-hmm. regularly yeah. and. The thing that kills me the most is like all the, all the guys that died in, not just guys, but the people that died in the eighties, it just, uh, like, especially like, it's just, it just like when you, there's a good, um, on Instagram, there's a handle, I think it's called the AIDS Memorial Mm -hmm. and it's really, it just, I, I, I love it. And I actually messaged a person the other day and I said, thanks for this account because it's really good because people just put, um, pictures up of people who passed away from AIDS and uh, they have a story. They put mm-hmm. their story and like, sometimes it's really cool in the comments because people are like, Oh, I, I knew this person or, you know, sometimes it's people that they lost contact with mm-hmm. or they lost, you know, over the years and they don't know what happened to them. And the other people in comments would be like, Oh, I knew whoever mm-hmm. in this Aww. blah, blah, blah. But it's, um, there's a lot of really touching stories and memories of people. And I just think it's important to not forget, yeah. mm-hmm. not forget all those people that lost their lives and, you know, because a lot of people, like I said before, they they died with nobody around yep. them, their family yeah. abandoning them, and, yeah. and you know, and it's something that you just would not wish on anyone. Yeah, no, you know? it's horrible. Like to to go out that way mm-hmm. with nobody caring, and so it makes these stories that people share so like heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like, you feel good at the same time. You're just like, oh, that's really great. This person lived a you know a full a full life as full as they could, but mm-hmm. um. I don't know. I like. I just can't even imagine what you had gone through when they told you that at that age. Like, I, it, it was a mind fuck. Mm-hmm. It really, really was. And it's just you know, it took me a long time to get over it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah. you know, yeah, I've been in therapy many times for many different reasons, and mm-hmm. so I feel like you know, I'm in a better headspace. Especially, I mean, that was so long ago. Yeah. Um, and I've been, you know, I get tested continuously, and so I know my status, and that's you know also peace of mind. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just one of the things is like, there's just so much shame attached to sex. And that's what I think people need to get over, Mm -hmm. you know, and like not be ashamed of what they want to do. And like, it's just, it's just sex. It's what humans are meant to do, whether Mm -hmm. it's with a man and a woman or a man and a man or right. Trans or whatever it is, you know, you just, 
Yeah. You just, it, it is, it's what we're, we're, we're wired. Bit, we're getting a little better at that, I think. Mm. I think. I'm not gonna, <laughs> maybe it's just the circles I think, that we're in. <laughs> I don't right. know. Yeah, I think we've, I think yeah. we've come a long way, though, yeah. as a society. You know, I just think there's still more t- to, to do. Yeah, there's always more mm. work to do. But. I think for me, like, my fear is what's the next thing? Oh, yeah. You know, like, mm-hmm. there, it's just, history always repeats itself and there's going to, you know, come on, coronavirus is going on right now. Yeah. And it's, you know, is there going to be another sexually transmitted virus that's going to like wipe out people? That scares me because I feel like we all are so comfortable or feel a lot more comfortable now Mm -hmm. with having prep, but it doesn't necessarily mean that, or maybe HIV is going to mutate into a new virus because it, you know, because viruses are scary. Yeah, because they're yeah. fucking yeah. scary, man. Yeah, I mean, it could happen. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I guess you can't live your life. You can't be. You can't live that, fear but. like that. But I just. I think I, it is something I've thought about. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Uh, I mean, we're human. Of course, mm-hmm. you're going to think about things like that. But I don't know. You know. Yeah. Well, that's why everyone should wash their damn hands. Wash yeah. your hands. Wash I know. Hands. Get tested. Yeah. yeah. Just be a clean person. Just try. Mm. And it's <laughs> just you know, try, just to, try, be try to be a clean, it's not, you know, to be a clean person. It's, it's, for, it's not just for you, it's for everyone. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, yes. I beg of you. <laughs> try to be a clean person. <laughs> just try to be a clean person. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's just funny because uh, yeah, we, times have changed because mm-hmm. my mindset is definitely different. But I really did grow up being scared, like thinking, same, mm-hmm. you yep. know, that you know you're gonna get something and that's gonna be it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's kind of like if you watch the Golden Girls, they actually did an HIV episode too, where Rose had a transplant or some so, or some sort. And, mm-hmm. You know, the Golden Girls were ahead of their time. <laughs> they it's, tackled some some topics. It's still funny to this day. It really is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah. yeah. Well, I just thought that you had a really interesting story because when we were talking, you were telling me that I was like, first of all, let me just say, Jeff is a man of many stories. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lot of stories. Yeah. He really does have a lot. Like, even it when he was like telling it. us about the ODing, I just found that out today. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah, I was in a coma for two days. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. insane. But it's good that you're, you know, better and not yeah. feeling like you need to rely on those things, you know. And it just, was I mean, it it was one of those things. It was a lesson in life mm-hmm. that I needed to learn. And apparently, like I was I wasn't listening to lessons in life and it it happened, you know? Yeah. And so like you were a bad kid. I was a bad kid, but I didn't have any supervision. <laughs> so I was like, let's see how far I can push this envelope. And mm-hmm. there was no limit. Mm-hmm. So that's when I had to put the reins on myself. Yeah. So Yeah, but what made you decide to do that? Like what did what like did you was have it, like some sort of a was it because you almost Oh my god, I got so many. Okay. Or? So my dad was never home. And um, we lived in this really big house. There's a tennis court in the backyard, you know, sunken Ooh. living room, piano, all the whole whole nine yards. But he was never around and he used to have um, these um, our, a family friend's daughter would like come and she was the house sitter and she'd bring her boyfriend. Well, they just did drugs with me. Like they got me high. They gave me acid. We smoked meth together. Jesus. Like, I mean that, yeah, they tried to have a three way with me when I was like 16. It was weird. Oh, wow. But so yeah, well, my father is bad. He has bad judgment. Mm. So these are the people like who are, I used to jokingly call them my babysitters. And cause you know, I was old enough to not need a babysitter, but like they were, they're basically feeding me drugs, mm. you know? And um, I was asking for it, That's you know? crazy. And so, yeah, I mean, I started, I started smoking meth when I was 14. That's wild. So, but I mean, I'm, I'm also grateful that I did all the drugs I did 
early because I have no desire to do them now. Well, that's well, I you know, mean, that's, that's a good that thing. You came out you, on the, yeah, you know. Do you go to like meetings or anything, or do you? No, 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 no. Because yeah, I'm. So how long has it been since you stopped doing drugs? Um, I quit meth. I was like, I quit meth. I mean, right after I OD'd, I stopped. I really started to stop doing stuff. Like, I don't think mm-hmm. I did meth again after that. And so I was, that was like right before my 18th birthday. Wow. And then um, smoking weed took a little longer. And then uh, I used to take a lot of acid, like a lot of acid. Like, really? Yeah, like 10 hits at a time. Like I used to oh. take, like I would go to a rave and I'd start with four hits of acid and see what I could find. Hmm. That's how I would start. Yeah, I will never take acid again. It, yeah. The thought of that hurts my brain. Uh, like it just, I, I can never. I don't yeah. even know. Is that like a tab or something? It's like a little piece of paper or it can be a gel tab and it's just like a little square. And I remember uh, the first time I did it, um, I think I was like 15 and I was with Chris and Angie, the, my babysitters. I'm doing the finger quotes. <laughs> um, and we did it in my living room. And uh, I remember I was like this little square and I was like, how do I know when, it's, when it kicks in? And they're like, oh, you'll know. And yeah, it was a whole... I was like melting in a chair and like it looked like bubbles were popping up where my arm was, but then you'd look and your arm was there and like the curtains would like look like they were breathing and you'd look, but they weren't like moving. And so then you like, might have had sex with them, Jeff. You just don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Ew. Like, sex just, on acid sounds so gross like, to me. Cause just, like you when you don't know. Yeah. When you're tripping on acid, like even eating is like gross. Like all really? your sensations are just like so mm. heightened that that's just like the whole thought of like, are you like never look in the fucking mirror? Like it's just, it's too much. So yeah. yeah. Interesting. Yeah. But yeah. Well, but yeah, well we're we're glad you <laughs> we're came glad out of alive. Glad and you came out. Of, yeah, came and, up and on the other side. Yeah, yeah. that was and a different lifetime ago. I was a different person. Like I'm completely different. How's, That's good. Well, I don't want to get too personal, but your mom and dad, you cool with them now? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> like I don't no. want to get too deep. We have, no, we have a very good relationship. Okay. Um, yeah. My dad is a selfish person, and I acknowledge that nothing he did to me was personal. Okay. It's all because he's a narcissist, mm-hmm. and it not, had nothing to do with me at all. And so that's that's how I was able to forgive that's my father. That's a good outlook. You know, he's he didn't do anything to hurt me intentionally. He was just a shitty father. Yeah. That's all. Well, I always tell people that um, we tend to forget that our parents had lives before we came along with their own set of complications, shit, issues, and faults, faults. Yeah. They're not perfect like you're yeah. raised to believe. Um, so there were actual people, and they've actually not done saying things. that like. Not giving that them should, a pass. Yeah, give yeah. them a pass. But, but I mean, it's good that you were able to maintain a relationship after all that because I personally don't know if I could, yeah. <laughs> but I, I think it's good that you were able to. Well, you know, um, it's funny now because he's in his 70s and he's definitely softened, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it's like, um, I don't know. I don't hate my father mm-hmm. at all, yeah. you know? Um, and I, I acknowledge like how we're alike a mm-hmm. lot. And I mean, he doesn't think he'll ever die, but I'm like, I don't know how I'm going <laughs> to feel, you know, when that happens, yes. you know? Well, you got to give your, your mom and dad some props for giving you the genes to have the wherewithal to pull yourself out of some fucked up shit, yeah. basically. Cause mm-hmm. yeah. like not everybody would be able to pull themselves out of mm-hmm. what happened to you. You know what I mean? So sure. like, got to give them that. Yeah. yeah. Well, that <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> no, I got a little deep there for a minute. Right. Thanks uh, we for sharing probably, that story. Right? <laughs> Jump into our last little segment here. A little man, what do you think? Yeah. Right? Well, you know what, Jeff? I for, you know, you really forgot to tell the people that you're a, a celebrity chef. Oh, <laughs> well, um, I was on ABC's The Taste, the second season, and I came in fourth. 
So, and I think that's back on, on ABC if anybody wants to watch me I'm lose. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> watch me it lose. Was, yeah. You're not bitter, though. No, no, not at all. $100,000, whatever. No, but it was, it was really fun. And actually, what I liked about the experience is I, I met some really cool people who are still friends to this day. And that was like seven years ago. Mm. And so that was really fun. And then I also, sometimes I'm a host on a show called Community Cooking, and it's a Torrance um, public access show. <laughs> so cool. if you go on YouTube, you can, I have a YouTube channel and you can see like some of my cooking episodes and that kind of stuff. And okay. so, yeah. That's well, cool. at the end of this, we're going to give all your handles out, but I just thought you forgot to tell the people, but oh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and, and he brought us some, so he brought us some bread today too. So I, I think some, a lot of bread. We can, we're what it, breaking bread. Yeah. We're going to break bread. <laughs> um, but anyways, um, here we go, man. What do you think? Right. Yeah. It's time for man. What do you think? So I have the question today. I don't know. I couldn't decide on which question to do. So I'm just going to do this one. Cause I think <laughs> it might be interesting to see what you guys have done. So here it is, ma'am. What do you think about changing your mind about sex when you see the person naked? Jeff, you yeah, go yeah, first. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm okay. I'm not a body shamer, and also I kind of I like I like my voice thick. You know, I like I love. No, you do. Actually. I love a bear. I've, I've oh, I love me some, some bears. And um, yeah, and I I like bald guys. Like I'm not one of those people who's very superficial mm-hmm. about that kind of stuff. So, but is it superficial or? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I know. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, it could but like it could just be whatever your preference is. Like right. mm-hmm. you see someone naked and like. What, whatever you're into physically is just like not your thing. Yeah. No, I mean, no. I don't mind. I mean, I, I like all men, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I, it's, I'm more of a face guy. If I think your face is attractive, mm-hmm. um, it's not so much about the body. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy with any shape or size. Oh, look at you. Oh, that's so <laughs> like, just means I'm oh. a whore. <laughs> look at you. trying to be nice. <laughs> he would kick him out. <laughs> right. like, you gotta leave. No, that's, when I, that's once I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> once I, right. I know. Once I come, you're 30% less attractive than you were when you walked in the room. Mm, so right. it's time for you to go. There's no that's canoodling. terrible. <laughs> like, I'm like, should we not? <laughs> should I not say that? Well, yes, well, Adam, what do you think about changing your mind about sex when you see the person naked oh geez um <laughs> yeah think about this i mean have i done it yes <laughs> i probably have um i probably made up some stupid excuse yeah um but for me i don't think it's always really been when i've seen them naked because i feel like come on like nowadays most People are exchanging very um, provocative <laughs> pictures yeah, before they come over, but sometimes they, they show, show up, up and they don't look like they're pictures. Okay, mm-hmm. that's what I'm um, but for me, if I'm still somewhat attracted to them, I'm I'm okay with that. I don't like if you if you have your like pictures that are like you know rock hard like six pack and like eight pack or whatever, and like you're super defined, and then you come over and you're like kind of not really like that. But I'm like I, I can mean, still if you only have four. It's I, okay. I can well like I <laughs> I hooked up with none. somebody like during quarantine that like you could tell quarantine got the best <laughs> of them. You know, you're <laughs> just like but I it wasn't I wasn't like you leave now. You know, it was like we still had a great time. You know, but it it's just <laughs> I don't know. I also also that's you're like. Give me that quarantine dick. <laughs> I know. I'm also probably was a little desperate. <laughs> right. You're like, I haven't done anything. Oh, it's been like time. months. Come on. Um, no, I, I, I just, I'll say that I probably have done it in some way, shape or form with like being like, nah, I'm good. I'm, I'm good now. You know, it just, it just depends. Mm-hmm. 
in the situation. What about you? I feel like this has happened to you, Stephen. I, I feel like it has. Where I mean, I definitely had the the person show up and they don't look like their pictures or like that one story we shared when I got to that guy's hotel and mm-hmm. it was like two different people. <laughs> oh, yeah. like, yeah. This is not happening. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just feel like represent at least as closely as possible is what you sent me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because like, I feel like some guys send you those glamour shots from back in the day and then they... You get there, they come over, and you're like, mm-hmm. uh, and then they ex- still expect you to do stuff. Mm-hmm. And like, no, I have every right to say no. I know. I want a picture with you holding today's newspaper. Right. <laughs> I know. Not covering your stomach. Yeah. <laughs> At time stamped. Yeah. Like, but yeah, I mean, I definitely had moments where like the person shows up and I'm like, this ain't gonna work for me. Mm-hmm. And and again, not that you have to be like 8% body fat mm-hmm. and like rock hard or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Like, no, but it's just like, be at least close. Yeah, I feel like like this question is like targeted specifically towards like grinder hookups or something. Yeah. Because like you it's if you meet someone in person, like at a bar or yeah, something, yeah. you know, when we used to be able to like go to the bars. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Way back when. Way back, yeah, in a different life. Um, I know. Way back when. But like but yeah, you you could probably still. It, it wouldn't be like you would go home with them and then they would take their clothes off and you'd be like, uh. Uh-uh. Well, some you people know? are deceptive in clothing, though. Yeah. I feel like although there's, there's I would have people. a problem with like the package. <laughs> <laughs> like I would, I would like I would have a little bit of an issue You're like, with what that. What is that? I just like <laughs> that could maybe turn me off a little yeah. bit. I guess. Well, because I feel like some people are deceiving in clothes. Like some people look really good in clothes and not so good out of them, mm-hmm. and then it's vice versa. Like mm-hmm. some people have like amazing bodies and they look horrible in clothes because they don't really know what they're wearing and stuff. But then they get naked. <laughs> they have no like, I didn't sense. know that was under that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before quarantine, that's how I felt <laughs> out of my clothes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't even tell you last time I put it on a pair of jeans. So, oh fuck that. You know? No, it's like <laughs> weird. I have all these clothes in my closet. I'm like, what? What? The, what are they here just to look at? I don't. I know. Oh, yeah, I don't like, really like wear like actual clothes. This is like the extent of like, I know. Like, like a it's, shorts and a tank. Crazy. Yeah. I live in gym clothes. Yeah, I really do. They're just so yeah. comfortable. Much mm. of us do. Like even I take my Zoom meetings. Like if it's a fancy meeting, I'll put a t-shirt on. Mm. Basically, <laughs> 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 like ooh, I'm gonna put a t-shirt on for this one. But yeah, but I was like, but you can't go below the waist, right? Yeah. Anyways. Anyway, that question beard a little bit. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, that's how we feel. Yeah. So well, there you have it. On that note, yeah, I think Jeff, you should probably maybe give your info if you don't mind. Like, oh, yeah. where, like people yeah. can follow you and stuff like that. So everything's easy if you can spell my last name. Oh, okay. Well. So I have a website. It's jeffkawakami.com. My Instagram is Jeff Kawakami. My Twitter is Jeff Kawakami. My Facebook is Chef Jeff Kawakami. Mm-hmm. My YouTube is Jeff Kawakami. So if you can spell my last name, K A W A K A M I, it's phonetic. Okay. Then you can find me. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. There you go. Yeah, yeah, and my Instagram is like I and and also my Twitter. Well, my Instagram um, is not political. It's just food. Okay. I just post pictures of food, and I rarely do selfies. So I'm not one of those people. No, mm. you I'm are. Like, you're me. all food because I'm usually food. like, when are you coming to cook for me? <laughs> <laughs> well, I see you have a grill. Uh, I, know. I didn't know. Uh, well, please come use it because it's been used like once, maybe twice. So once, instead of being twice. thirsty, you're just hungry. Yeah, <laughs> it's little. Yeah, I have a grill outside that I think I bought for like a Fourth of July party once, and I think I've used it once, mm-hmm. maybe 
one time. <laughs> I'm so jealous. Yeah. I want to so grill. Come grill. Yeah. <laughs> well, now we know where we can we can follow you and stalk you. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? And uh, of course, you can follow us at Adam and Steve Podcast. Uh, myself at Adman2005 and Stephen at Green Eye Steve. Yes. And thank you all for listening as usual. We appreciate your support. Hope you enjoyed it. Until next time, remember that God made Adam and Eve, but he also made Adam and Steve. Any problems? Pray about it. <laughs>